Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. And a non-binary bisexual dude, that's me, Perry. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Dungeons and Dragons. Sounds fake, but okay. That's you gotta like put that in it. there. Welcome back so. to the pod. Mental illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We did get yeah. it. That was a good one. Yeah. Good. Uh, quick uh, side note for a discussion we had before recording. Remember to take your medications. Thank- remember yes. to take your medications. Every day. Every day. All day. Incredible. Uh, great. Uh, before we dive in, do we have any uh, updates? We should probably introduce our guest. No, I know, but before we okay. do that, because once we do that, we'll get into things. Um, nope. Cool. Let's introduce our <laughs> guest. Throw some nice dead air. <laughs> yeah. I'll get rid of the dead air. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a set of dice, and anytime either of you are thinking for a while, we're just gonna do dice ASMR because it's a dice. Oh, okay. I think I don't have my bag of dice right here. You don't think it's I have the dice right tray that here. You Kayla got for me here. Well, then here we are. Oh, God, I hate this. Uh, so, Perry, introduce yeah. yourself. Uh, hello. You two both know me. You two have uh, had the displeasure of knowing me for a number of years. <laughs> uh, no. I'm Perry. Uh, they, them, theirs. Um, like I said at the beginning, just by guy. I've never made a decision in my life. Um I am the DM for Into the Gridge, which is a D&D podcast that Kayla is on with me, which started because I made a joke about remembering stuff, so we should just make it a podcast, and Kayla was like, what if we did? <laughs> I was like, I already have one, and I'd like a second. Let's yeah. do it. We did it. And we did it. We did and it. I've never listened to it. <laughs> Sarah oh. is a terrible friend. That hurts so bad. I listen uh, to our guys' stuff. Yeah, Perry listens listen, to our hey, stuff. Listen, you have to start. You have to do what I did. Start at like the middle. Mm-hmm. Listen for a good couple years, and then, and then you can go stop. And then yeah. just stop. And then you can just stop. Yeah, Perry yeah. has been a patron for a very long time. Uh, I feel like old listeners or old Discord members might remember Perry as Piano Fiano. Yeah. That's me. Um, What's up? That's who this is. Very yeah. famous. Yeah. Indeed. Uh and we're here to party today. Yes. Uh Kayla, I'm gonna let you take over this because I, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, Sarah basically gets the week off, which is great for Sarah mm-hmm. because we once again have had meetings with each other like every day this week. So mm-hmm. uh business we? women. It's true, we actually have. Um <laughs> So, speaking of Into the Gridge, the podcast that you should listen to on every platform and follow on Twitter at there you go. Into the Gridge. 
into the Gridge. Gridge oh, is spelled like Fridge, but with don't remember what our ad is. That's bad. I run the Twitter. You run the fucking Twitter. Um. Anyway, speaking of that, this week we're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons, and I guess just probably role play games, kind of in general. I think yeah. probably will apply. Uh, Absolutely. Should we? I know a ton of our listeners play Dungeons and Dragons. There's like a D and D channel within our discord and they've played together before but for those who don't know do we want to give like a definition of what that is yeah it's probably helpful so dungeons and dragons is a tabletop role-playing game is how it is technically classified by nerds in which you sit around a table with some friends or as many people have been want to do recently what with the world right now uh, over Skype or Zoom or Roll20 or whatever. And everyone has a character that they play. And you get to kind of embody this different person through various classes and dice rolls and just rules that are there to kind of help guide you through what is essentially, depending on how you play, a story that you're building with your friends. Uh, there is one person who acts as a dungeon master who is kind of in charge of everything and plays all of the uh, non-player characters. So that's enemies, friendly NPCs, the world, gods, um, you know, just uh, sentient mushrooms that your party has brought to life. A big tree oh, in the backyard. A big fucking tree in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know that we've had that for us. You should add one. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Perry I was say is the something DM. that would have some huge spoilers for Gridge. Ah, uh, Perry's so the DM. Name. So if Perry wants a big tree, they can add one. I guess I can do anything. <laughs> I once demanded we added um, the shrimp was the manager, and it was, and then we immediately it made that it very was... angry. So hey, you know what's wild? That was like a year ago. I know to the day. That's very wild. So that's timely. The shrimp was timely. the manager. The shrimp was the manager, you guys. I know. Hopefully that explains D&D well enough. But yeah, I think it does. So Perry's- At this point, I mean, go watch the first five minutes of Stranger Things. It's true. <laughs> there, you, there you go. That's true. But yeah, there's like ones that you can just buy like out of the box that will have a pre-made story for you or like pre-made characters- which is how we started Gridge, and then we diverted from that pretty quickly. Yeah. But then there's also people like Perry who will just like make up their whole own thing, and their own characters, which I think for what we want to talk about today is like most relevant. So yeah, I think we kind of wanted to talk about just kind of the possibilities that playing a game like D&D gives you for exploring like your gender, exploring your sexuality, identity stuff. I feel like we talked about this before when talking about like The Sims or something. I think it's like a bit similar in yeah. the fact that you can like, make your own character and huh? Good job. Similar. Wow, Sarah's doing. Sarah is adding a lot to this episode. Well, you guys. Sarah's the color commentary. That's true. I, I feel like this. This is kind of going to be an A B conversation with the C being color commentary. Nice. Yes. Um. <laughs> god um but yeah because like perry said you like make your own character and you build them and then you have to play as them you have to like speak as them and talk to other characters as if you're that person and some people do accents and like it's usually some mystical creature 
So mm-hmm. it's usually my characters like basically me because I'm lazy, but most people Yeah, you really I'm <laughs> so lazy. Brenda Pizza. You, except for like some key moments where you just go off the shits and it's wild. Brenda sometimes does things that are not well thought out. <laughs> and Brenda that's is fine. It's ironically for a wizard, Brenda is head empty, no thoughts. Sometimes. And you're, and you're saying Kayla's not? Yeah, you're saying I'm so filled with thoughts. I don't think Kayla's ever had a thought in her life. Let's I be real. I don't think I have either. In any sense Smooth of the word thought. Brain. Smooth yeah, brain. Smooth brain. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it just like affords a lot of possibility. Um, Where to go from here? I don't know. It's your podcast. It's your podcast too. But oftentimes I'm the one directing the podcast and i'm making you direct the podcast today perry how long have you played D D? so i started i played a little bit in high school uh with a group of people we we were able to play for about half a year or so and that was kind of my first experience with it that was right around jesus right around when right around when (laughs) right around when the fifth edition first came out so uh, my uncle got me the uh, starter set, player's handbook, master manual, dungeon master's guide, all that good stuff to get started. And I got a group of friends together and we played. And that was all sort of pre-generated Wizards of the Coast content that we sort of talked about earlier. And then cut to my freshman year of college, I tried to play with some people once again. And that was my first time trying to be a dungeon master, a DM. Um, and that was all right. I, I kind of had to fail, I think, to get better at it later. And it was also just like a weird group of people to try and run a game with. Um, and then I went to Gen Con, which is a really big gaming convention, a couple times. And for a few years, that was the only time I got to play D&D was like those four days because I was in school and couldn't find a good group and just generally didn't have time to get into it uh and then in the past year and a half i have been going nuts with D. you play um, a lot had, of different games yeah so i have had gridge so into the gridge our podcast going since may of 2019 um i had one game with my roommate jared back when we didn't live together for pretty much quarantine and lockdown we had that one going that fizzled out once school started again and then uh, I started one with my roommates here and one of their friends and just recently started up a new one based off of the uh, mythic odysseys of Theros stuff that Wizards of the Coast recently published which is really cool because that's um, sort of inspired by Greek mythology so and that one I'm also DMing so I'm DMing two games right now and it's neat because with Gridge, it's all homebrew at this point. So it is a story and a world that I am making and fleshing out. And there's a lot more opportunity for if, like, Kayla says something stupid off the cuff for me to be like, all right, that's canon, baby. That's in there. That's it. That's official. Versus having to read just this reference book, essentially, of facts and ways the world works and, like, memorizing that in order to answer any dumb little questions my players have. Yeah, that seems a lot harder. So you've been playing since high school, and you Mm -hmm. 
didn't come out as bi until it's been a couple years now, right? Yeah, it would have been uh, the so I there, there was a sort of a soft coming out at the <laughs> soft, end of my soft sophomore year when when I was in actually the musical that you two did. Um, oh yeah, soft. Was that yeah, blue? It, that was blue. Mm-hmm. Ah. I it, it wasn't ever official, but it was when we we would talk about it in nerd stuff, and I'd be like, yeah, I think I'm maybe probably into other genders as well because that entire student org is just queer (laughs) okay (laughs) and i think that that speaks to part of the point of DD is that it it gives people a creative outlet and a safe sort of space to gather as queer people and then explore that and i think that's what nerds helped me do and i think that that's what DD does for a lot of people so but did you ever anyways, to get back to the <laughs> so did Sorry. you okay. you're good uh did you ever find yourself using D that way for either your sexuality or your gender or was that kind of like during the time when you weren't playing much so i think sexuality not really because that i think i i, I went through this like soft launch of coming out <laughs> and then being out to my friends and then some close family members and then finally like facebook official <laughs> when your facebook official and with yourself <laughs> <laughs> and, and sort of publicly coming out uh, i wasn't really playing much D, but i think certainly with uh gender and like being non-binary or uh for a while i thought maybe i was gender fluid so i think it it's given me opportunities to um explore that a little bit and i think uh when you told me this morning that we would be thinking about this, uh, one of the thoughts you were very prepared on this was, podcast. Yes, I did have to call you guys out for that at least once. <laughs> I a thought that I had as I was kind of thinking about things I would want to talk about or that uh, might be good to mention is that part of I think what D and D does so well with letting someone maybe explore gender is that. Since it is very much a uh, audio thing, you, like you're talking with your friends and you're like imagining what's going on. And yes, sometimes you use minis, but those are placeholders and like a very static thing. So I think it allows for you to really have this like ideal image of your character in your head. And if you're using that character as a way to explore your gender or your sexuality or what have you, you can kind of avoid any sort of like issues that you might have with dysphoria or something like that in the real world. If you were say like non-binary, but you were more like masculine looking than you want to be sometimes like that's kind of the boat I'm in. But when I play, D&D, you can kind of imagine your characters, even if it's just, like, they look like you, they can look like capital Y you, if that makes sense, you know? And and, and you can't be, like, misgendered by sight in, right. in, in that sense, because there's no sight to be seen. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like character building is such a big part, like... 
I know we have friends that will just like sometimes sit down and like make a character because they just love yeah. doing that. And like, I think especially for that, like the look of it, like I know people that will spend a ton of time like making their mini figure that they use like on a physical board if they have one or they like draw their character or do things like that. And it's yeah. a big deal for them to be able to kind of physically see that because yeah. Like when you're playing, you like, and you're playing, and everyone else is like role playing, and you're talking, and some people have accents. Like that feels like that's you. Like for however many hours you're playing, like that's the person you are. And so, right. like I can imagine that if you know you're questioning a part of yourself, and you just get to say like, "Oh, it's just a game." Like it can be very low stakes. You don't even have to admit to yourself that that's what you're doing. Like it's just very low stakes of like I'm just gonna be a different gender for this game and like you can just kind of see how it feels. You're it's, just trying it on for size. Yeah, and I think a, a part of what works so well for exploring these sort of uh, more personal and heavier topics of uh, sexuality and gender is you may be playing as like a character that isn't you, but you're still kind of experiencing the emotions of that character and. It's almost like it's one step closer than acting is because, like, when you're acting, you you sort of experience what the character experiences, but from, like, a reverse sort of thing, like, you have to draw upon your memories and experiences to bring up the emotions that the character is feeling. Whereas, I think with D&D the experiences that a character is going through will then reflect back onto you given that you are in a game where you you get so deep into the role play or the combat or what have you and you sort of have that back and forth in that relationship where there are sort of these deeper more emotional moments like you may be playing in a fantasy world but the emotions are real yeah, for oh, sure. Like Perry has made me cry before when we're playing yes, because it's I like, mean to to be fair, not hard to make Kayla cry. Absolutely <laughs> not. The absolutely example not. I was going to bring up that's maybe uh actually a good example is um when I I it was one of the first things we were doing for Gridge. We were kind of at the right before the first big boss fight and uh I was playing an NPC and I was talking with one of the characters and that that player and I, we literally started yelling at each other from across the table because we were so just like deep it into it. It was very dramatic. Like we it were was, all it was scared. so charged. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like seeing you and Jared like texting each other. <laughs> we like, were, what the fuck is we going were like, on? is everyone actually okay? Is this still a game or are they mad at each other? Like I can't tell yeah. where it ends. <laughs> I think yeah, well, what does. helped there was that 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 player and I were the two who had played D&D before and everyone else was like new to the game. So I think yeah. that was kind of your first experience with, oh shit, this can get real. Yeah. And I think that's like, I don't know, obviously you can play with strangers. Like I've played before with people I do not know well at all. And I think that's like fine for playing. But I think especially if you're kind of, trying to explore certain things or like get into heavier topics like having people that you can play with that you trust and a dm that you can trust like being Absolutely. able to have a dm that you could go to and be like hey i'm thinking about like maybe trying this with my character and like that is something that if they're good at what they're doing is they're gonna facilitate for you 
Absolutely. I mean, my my theory as a DM and my sort of practice is like you are there to facilitate the players having a good time. And that means checking in with them to be like, hey, like, is there anything you want to see in the game or a big ass tree in your backyard, big ass tree in the backyard. Can we, (laughs) can we take a quick timeout? Is this a, is this a new thing that Sarah has come up with today? Like out of the blue or should I know what this is? No, this is not an inside thing. (laughs) This is a new thing that Sarah has decided is her thing today. It's the hell I'm going to die on. For the inception of big ass tree (laughs) in the backyard. Yeah, I don't know where this came from. I don't know whose backyard. I don't know. (laughs) It's not in your backyard? It's certainly not my backyard. I don't have one. It's in the backyard. I don't have a backyard, so... I have a back um, strip of sidewalk that goes to trash can, so... I'm at my parents' house right now, and they have a backyard, but my actual apartment does not have a backyard, so... My parents in their backyard have some big-ass trees. Nice. Is that anything? I don't know. Okay. It can be. All right, time in. I uh, I just had to get that settled. <laughs> sort of for me. <laughs> just for my a personal, personal vendetta. Just for well, I mean, also for for the listeners, for the audience. You know, I mean, it's it's that like I was saying, you got to be able to facilitate if you're a good DM. Mm, so, you yeah. got to do a yes and. That's the thing exactly. is, it's very improvisational. Like, like what you were saying, if it is. If you're acting, it's not as connected because that's something mm. that someone else wrote. Right. But with, for D&D, like, I think it's something that a lot of actors and, like, improv comics should probably get it more into just for practice because you really have to just, like, say shit. And sometimes mm. Perry will be like, okay, you have, like, 10 seconds to make this decision or I'm, like, moving on and you miss this opportunity. And it's like, I I, I would like to point out that that most often happens with Kayla. <laughs> That stresses me it, out. It does. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, I think I am Sarah, very generous with how much time I give people. Sarah, when I, like, I think you would like D and D as a concept, but I do. There are a lot of stressful moments with stuff like that that I think you would freak the fuck out. I mean, with with stuff like that. I mean, that's part of what makes it. I think that's what has given uh, the games I play and that we're in, Kayla. That that consequence and that realness that then leads to being able to have those emotional moments and any sort of self-discovery like that is not just having like well thought out role play, but like consequences to action. So like, yeah, we're in combat and your turn is quote unquote six seconds. It's really nebulous and weird and don't pay too much attention to how combat timing works, but you are, you are making like snap decisions. So I'm not going to let you take, five minutes on your turn to figure out the perfect move you you are in the middle of a fight you're on a time limit you know <laughs> but so it's like real there's time limits in real life but i think that like that has consequences for the way you role play too like if you are playing a character that's not like yourself or you know trying out something different with your identity it kind of forces you to just like make decisions and say things and do things without Mm -hmm. doing any like super introspective thought or like getting all in your head about it. Like I think people do when they're kind of questioning their identity. Yeah. You just kind of like go with it. 
And I think that can be mm-hmm. really helpful to just hear what you say when you're under pressure. Like, it's just very interesting yeah, to hear I, what people do when they're putting when they're put in that situation. Yeah. And maybe not even put under pressure, but like when you kind of take like, when you strip away like the the walls and the barriers that people put up to almost like protect themselves. I, I think D&D is a way to really. You, you can kind of work through that and push past those without even knowing it as cause like you talked about earlier, Kayla, there's this like tiny bit of like shield that you have of, Oh, this is a character that I'm playing. But then you go back later and you think, and you're like, Oh no, that's, that wasn't, that's not the character. That's something that I'm going through. Something that I did. So what I'm hearing is that D and D is therapy. It yes. like so really that is the is. biggest well so that's like one of the biggest memes about D&D is that it's just like free group therapy. And I I don't I get where that comes from and it's a funny joke and I like to joke about it but I think at the same time you have to be careful when you're joking about that because it's it's not like going to help you I don't know it's weird. It's 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 a delicate thing to kind of balance. Yeah, you there. you can't you can't expect your D and D group to solve all of your problems, right? But it is at the same time, like with a good group and a good DM, like a a safe space to sort of work through things that you're not comfortable confronting, maybe even in like therapy or with other people. You know, like that that space to put the problems in a fake world and work them out is helpful to then take it back to the real world. Instead of lying to your therapist, play D&D or better yet, do both. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to your therapist. They can't help <laughs> Sarah's you. Sarah's like, mm, but I would like to lie to my therapist. <laughs> but it sounds okay. like so much fun. <laughs> but right. I do well, it starting- every week. I'm starting a third D&D game just so we can get Sarah to fucking play D&D. Dude, I would love for Sarah to play D&D. We should do like a one shot with Sarah at least. I cause mm. I know I would like it. It's just I've like never. It. We should do a one shot with Sarah. Yeah. Can we invite Sarah Patreon on? Exclusive. First one episode of Gridge, Sarah comes one on. One episode. Oh, Lordy. Lou. A guest appearance. <laughs> a guest appearance with Sarah. I, I, I thought about doing that way back at the beginning of Gridge. I had a a list of people I was thinking about having guest star, but Sarah can come in for our next holiday episode. Was go. it just my name over and over again? <laughs> Perry's like, you weren't even on it. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. I'll never tell. Ooh. Wow. Um, I had a question. I forgot. Yeah. Checks out. Checks out. I don't know. I think it's, yeah. It is just like nice to be able to put big real world problems into your fake game and sometimes mm-hmm. like prevent, pretend like you can solve very big systemic issues, you know? Like yeah. it just I, I feels nice time, to solve shit. You you can also uh create worlds that are free of these sort of like systemic issues or like that have there is no like 
homophobia or transphobia or aphobia or any of that, like in the world you create, it can just like be this like ideal place without any of those sort of issues, you know? Yeah. I feel like I mean, you that's, do. So a- that's certainly, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's how Gridge is for sure. Yeah. I feel like you, it seems like kind of a conscious decision on your part. Like when you bring in like non-player characters that you're playing, that we're interacting with, they're always like very diverse in terms of gender and sexuality. So that we're like interacting with, a yeah, lot of absolutely. different people I mean, with different issues. Yeah, I and I really like to have representation in like NPCs, but at the same time, it, it toes that weird line of what can I represent? Because mm-hmm. I'm I don't have certain experiences, and I don't want to be stereotypical or things like that. But like I I am. Not to brag, but I am this world, so <laughs> I like, am the world. I don't want to create this idea of a world with only like one kind of person, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you you have to give this this impression of a wider but, amount of diversity than I can necessarily uh, portray. I, I mean, I I certainly have that issue in writing things, which I mean, yeah. being a DM sounds like being a writer with just um, lots of wild cards because people do things. <laughs> Honestly, Sarah, I feel like it's a good practice for like writers to be DMs too, just to like, because you do like, I feel like Perry always has such nice things written about what we're going to do. And then we're like, what if we just go to a brothel for a second? One time I, I had this, they were, they were ed in some town. Right. And I offhandedly mentioned some festival that was going on as a we way got to so mention, caught up. We thought it was got, a huge okay. plot point. We thought it was like the thing we needed to do. And I hadn't planned anything for this festival. So they say that and I'm like, well, shit. Now I have to plan this festival. So I spent like a long time like building out these different games and like specific carnival foods and like the way it looks and the vibes. And then they didn't fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) We changed our mind. How could you do that to Perold? We didn't know. That's the thing is sometimes I'll ask Perry like, oh, if we had done this instead, what would have happened? And Perry's like, it's a secret. Yeah. You'll never know. So I really, keep really your do secrets. miss out on it. There is, I mean, there's some stuff where I'll keep it secret like that, but other times like that festival, like, yeah, I'll tell you what that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll tell you how hurt I am. Well, I mean, it's it's more that some of the stuff you miss is like, it'll come back later yeah. and there's like consequences for missing certain actions you've done or not taking particular steps. Uh, I think to c- circle back to the writing bit of it a little bit, I I think D&D is sort of the perfect space for me to write because all I have to do is world build with the occasional bit of flavor text to describe a location or a person. Flavor. The dialogue and the moments are more improv and that feels better because I tried to do NaNoWriMo 
and I was like, this sucks you so should do bad. Nana Remo, but each day you just build another D and D world. I mean, to That's me, cool. like when I was younger and was way more mm. into writing and like thinking I was going to write my little fiction or whatever, like I would always do my world building and it would be super dope. And then I would be like, well, I'm done with this one <laughs> on to the next. Like it's the I'm, best I'm all dialogue. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, it's I don't so care what I don't care what these people look like. <laughs> I you mean, you do care about what they're named, though, Sarah. I do care about what they're named. Um. I, I I like world building to a certain extent, but once it starts getting complicated, I'm like, I don't care. I, I want yeah. them to argue about sausages. Yeah. And I think to to sort of tie this talk about world building back into the sort of focus of this episode uh, podcast. to keep a through line going here. Thanks for I, hosting like our podcast, about- Perry. <laughs> this is really just Perry took over the podcast for us this week, and we sat here and took a week off. It's so great. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I didn't see it coming. Um. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Perry comes into uh, our podcast and then roasts our podcast. Yeah. In you their know def- how I do. In their defense, they're a patron. <laughs> if yeah, you give I us money, you're allowed to shit on us. That's true. We only will take hate from people who give us money. You can't be a hater for free. I think the world building kind of circles back into the point I made a, a few minutes ago about you have to build these worlds where it is kind of a safe space to be queer in and you can explore sexuality and gender without any of the unfortunate consequences of the real world. Yeah. You can really just be like, that's just it. And everyone's cool with it. And it's great. Man, I hate those real world consequences. (laughs) They suck really bad. It's kind of like, I've seen a lot of people say that like during quarantine, they kind of just like went into a TikTok hole and ended up on like queer TikTok. And then you go Mm. outside and you forget that there are straight people. Yeah. um, Which happened to me for sure. I just like forgot. Um, And then I moved to the South. So that was super cute of me. Um, that's but, fun. like, it's kind of similar with D&D because our group that we play with is so queer. I am mm-hmm. the only woman. Like, <laughs> it's wild. And I don't... There's, like, two straight people? Three? Four. Four? Four? Mm-hmm. You if you're counting me, yourself. Count me as half. Count me as half. Okay, three and a half. Max? Jared. Max, Jared, Jake. Jake! You sassy sausage. God, that's disgusting. <laughs> anyway. To, uh, to kind of bring back anyone who's now like, oh, I don't want to listen to this stupid podcast. Uh, so three, three of the people are non-binary. It's three so. non-binary, then a couple dudes, and then there's me. And then uh, there's yeah, but like, it's... Brenda it's Pizza, just, who if can't you're gonna, read... Brenda Pizza, who can't read, maybe. Ooh, have to listen to find out. Um, but it just, like, it is so important when you're playing with people who are, like, often in a minority. Like, you don't want to go into fun time with friends playing a game and then just be completely bummed out. Like, sometimes we right. are dealing with some heavy shit, but you always want to walk away from it being like, okay, like, you, that was a good place to You have to, be able to, to balance be. it. You, you yeah. have to... I, I, my philosophy is, that, like, I have to earn those like more intense story beats we have to 
work through a lot of moments and kind of build up to it and get there. And sometimes I just have to be like, all right, we're not going to get to where I wanted this scene to be. Sometimes all of us are being too silly. Sometimes all of you just want to goof around and I'm like, all right, we're fine. I was going to make you cry today, but I guess we won't. I guess I can't. You guys made me cry today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, um, I forgot. I think I had forgotten before I started talking, but I remembered I had something to say. Okay. Um, Would you like to move on? As soon as someone starts talking, I'll remember. Yep. So here's a random thought that can be wholly interrupted. I'm really bad at just coming up with names on the spot. So Sarah, you should you like talk naming to things. Can you just Sarah send me a list of names that I will just I'll just start pulling names off of that list for I, NPCs? Because I have Kayla an Excel knows, like, sheet of names. <laughs> we always every time we <laughs> you meet, always ask someone's name, and I'm like, well, because uh, we fucking, know that uh, you don't have a name. That's the funny part. We'll meet a random person that we're not even supposed to have a long conversation with, and right. we're always like, "What's your name?" And Terry's <laughs> like, "Oh God, gosh, you so like you show like basic human decency." And I'm like, fuck me. Um, Never expected them to do that. Hi, I'm, hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> hi, I'm Miss Snobby. I'm Barbara Garp. Is that oh, what you it's have? It's me. No. It's me, Brit Slomney. just came to my... <laughs> Barbara Garp God, is a believe. good one. That sounds like, like a giant or a troll. Barbara Garp. <laughs> well, that's, I, that's Bar- just, Garp just for you, Perry. Came Thank right you. off the top of my head. That's all right. Um, did you remember Sarah or not? If not, I have something. No, to I say. didn't remember. Okay. Okay. Um, this is like going back like twelve things, but yeah, kind of when you were please. talking about like having non-player characters or NPCs that were like queer and kind of trying mm-hmm. to figure out representation, I feel like something that I struggle with a lot is Brenda is a character I created as canonically asexual. Just for, right. like, shits and gigs. Because I was like, of course, mm-hmm. why not? But right. I never find moments to, like... And this is something we've talked about. It's like, when you're asexual, you're kind of very straight passing. Because it's not like you can be like, right. I want a girlfriend. Like other characters in our game do. And it's very clear that they're, <laughs> Literally like, Literally a queer. line from our fucking <laughs> Literally, like, I want a hot dog and a girlfriend. is like, something that other people can say, but I cannot. So I just feel like... I know, especially is, if you're bringing is Brenda in an, Arrow and Ace, or is Brenda she's just, just Ace currently? I think, but like the, I, it's it's hard Brenda to explore. Could that. Have a girlfriend if she's just Ace. She could. It's just like it's honestly just so. It's weird because Brenda hasn't really had a lot of options. Yeah, she's been like, busy sort of rambling <laughs> busy, everyone like, else, saving the world, talking to God, killing your brother, uh, <laughs> killing my brother on accident. Spoilers. Um, oh dear, just love. Oh, but I think like for NPCs, it's even harder because like you bring in someone for like an episode or like a couple lines, and it's like, how do I establish that they're queer without just being like throwing in a random line about like I like boobs and i'm a girl i like no absolutely i I mean i'm i have complained to friends about that before that's very lovely thank you sarah (laughs) i have complained to friends about that it's like i i have these characters who i want to be like queer but they're like one-off characters but and you it, like have like, to say it or else like because right. it's always assumed straight. So like if you straight. don't say it, 
mm-hmm. like yeah. you're just there gonna is some assume amount. Well, I will like, say with 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 Gridge and the players that we have, I think there's always assumed um at least that's true. with female characters, it's assumed lesbian. <laughs> Let's be frank. With the lesbian That's frank. true. With female NPCs, I think it is always assumed. But like the NPCs that you've dropped that are like non-binary or trans, like mm-hmm. it always takes me by surprise because I live in a problematic society where I never assume someone isn't like whatever. And especially because you can't see the characters. It's right. like, not that like non-binary people or trans people look a certain way. That was a well, shitty thing But I mean, say, there is a certain amount of uh, like flagging or what have yeah. you that so it's you just, can see. Yeah, it's just a very interesting thing. Like as much as we're talking about like, oh, you can do all these possibilities. There are also these like weird hurdles you kind of have to jump over right. to like make the moments when you campaign. realize your bias. What what yeah. really gets me is that there's the hurdle of I voice everyone. So sometimes I'll have someone who is who uses different pronouns than I do. And then you guys like just assume based on the way the voice sounds this person's pronouns. Yeah. And it's hard to be like that's where it gets weird. So there's that like oh well no actually this person uses these pronouns and you kind of have to come out of the fiction for a moment to make sure that there is that like I said like there's you create this world where these things aren't problems so it's like yeah you would know this person's pronouns like I I find like in just since writing in the sense of like screenplays and stuff is my reference Mm -hmm. point like a character if you don't specify um their race it is assumed that they're white and so any time that you want a character to not be white, you have to say that they're not white. And like that and like the same thing goes for like sexuality. Like I had a character in a pilot that I wanted to make Arrow Ace and I wanted it to be clear that this person was Arrow Ace, but there's no comfortable way to just slide that into a pilot. Like it's it's Well, I mean, you could put like a pride flag in their room. <laughs> We don't know. We don't ever see his room. Okay, listen. Or, or like a pin on his backpack. Little, little sticker. Listen, Sarah's like shit. I never thought of Sarah's that. like fuck, <laughs> fuck. Some fuck, of us pins existed. Don't have pins. No, but like the point is, is that you you have to specify. Right. Yeah, your point stands. You have to find yeah. some gimmick to show yeah. that. I mean, to your point about um, like race, it the world of Gridge is populated by mostly non-human mm-hmm. races. And I have, I think there's been like two or three human NPCs and that has been very it. intentional to show that like this, there's not a lot of humans here. Mm-hmm. So when I say you're in a room full of people, I'm hoping I have done it well enough that people picture a room full of fucking orcs and tieflings and gnomes I'm- and shit. I'm picturing the um, the aliens from um, what's that game on Jackbox that's like Mafia. There's a I game know. on Jackbox that's like Mafia. I really thought you were about to say the Mos Eisley Cantina from Star Wars. <laughs> no, which is a pr- which gonna, is pretty accurate. I thought you were gonna say like all of the monsters from Monsters Inc. That's where my head went. So. I'm glad we one. all went different directions. We went wildly different ways, which is good. <laughs> my cat Excellent. is in the weirdest sleeping position 
Yeah, I mean, Kayla, a little bit to circle back, which is kind of all we've done for the past half hour. I mean, have you listened say to Say something, and then we're going to circle back. Push the button. It's called push the button. Okay. I just Googled Thank it. You. Good. <laughs> um, that, I mean, you gave me this dice tray, and you personalized it, and it, it says... I, the inscription. The inscription. <laughs> you mean what I wrote in Sharpie on the your felt Sharpie mat? You wrote on <laughs> like the day the I gave it to you. I was like. <laughs> the inscription reads, keep Gridge gay. And I think like that was a turning point for me because yeah, there were a lot of like queer characters in it that first six months, but it wasn't intentional or at least not as intentional as it is now. Like, now I put in NPCs and I'm like, all right, I am going to make sure that like the players know that these people aren't just like straight. Like like it's shocking when someone's straight. <laughs> kind of. In Gridge, yes. As it should be. I will it's- say my favorite characters that I was very delighted were gay was there was a fight club we were in, yes, like an underground pawns. like people fighting. And there were the two men running it were like one was really big and one was really tiny and they yes. were a gay couple and they're very cute. Good. Good. That was the, the French voice I did earlier. Was yeah. Was tiny ball. French goblin. Beautiful. Yes. Those are he's one of my favorite NPCs. I he's fun. wish he would come back, please. Well, so I know it's impossible with where things are currently. Right. Probably. He did well but. he did uh I did do uh and it should be releasing around Christmas, hopefully. One with uh, just Jared and Max. We did a rematch between. Did you? Marcus Why and didn't Ansel. I know about this? <laughs> well, remember that one time you joined Skype and you were like, "Am I in trouble? Did I miss?" <laughs> was that that? <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. My God, one time because we have a Skype group and you get notifications when people like start skyping, and so it was like not when we were playing. But I was like, "Did I?" miss what we scheduled and so i popped in skype and was like did we schedule something am i supposed to be here and jared was like go away what are you doing here <laughs> yeah i did get in trouble it was good i mean i don't know dnd is just fun plus i get to do a lot of voice acting which That's is true. a good time and people keep telling me i'm good at it so i keep doing it you are good at it thank you uh, love a voice yeah, actor if- in this house oh has- speaking of um Offer still stands if you ever want me to make an audiobook of your uh, your novella. <laughs> I know swords. the off- I know the offer stands. <laughs> okay, good. I just want to make sure that's clear. Listen, we all Sarah is the only one that doesn't want an audiobook version of Aiden and you know swords. what? I respect that. I, no, you don't. You know, no, you artistic don't. None integrity. None of us do. It, Perry you know, respects well, it, it intended, but Kayla does not. I don't respect it. <laughs> it was intended to be read, not heard. Here's the thing, though. It's like a lot exactly. of people's favorite episode. And so it's just like we have to bring it back. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Jesus. No. Sarah, stay strong. I will. Thank you. Um. So if anyone has any, like, hot tips on how to play, like, an ace character in D- D&D, let me know. Because yeah. it's not like our game is a dating sim where people just come up to me and want to date me and I can tell them, no, I'm asexual. <laughs> Well, there are certain characters who want it to be a dating sim. Yes, yeah, but I'm not one of them. There are other people in our campaign that actively seek stuff. I really appreciate stuff. you not being one. 
Thank well, it's so you. that's also weird because like there's a certain amount of that where like yeah, it's fun and like it makes sense for these characters and their stories to like be on the lookout for these things. But, but then, then you have, you to, have like, to role play it with your flirt friends. with your friends, and it's so <laughs> weird. And here's a hot ugh. tip: if you have a crush on your DM, just pick an NPC and Don't, flirt no, with them. No, 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 no. I'm not saying I'm going to do this. No, I'm, I'm, I am negating your advice. <laughs> no, as a DM, do not fucking do that. But it would be a nice way to just flirt. <laughs> The aloes are back at it again, folks. <laughs> you do what you can. All right, okay. I guess don't do that. Fine. Don't take my very good advice. That just seems manipulative. It like, does. Damn. Yeah. Kayla's like, yeah, I know. Kayla's just drinking her toss. beverage. She just pauses to take a little sip. Finished my That's my Foley of uh, Kayla sipping. That was really good. Beverage. Mm-hmm. Thank good. you. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Kayla can't. Kayla is not capable of wrapping up this podcast. I I think we've had a very good conversation this past <laughs> hour. Uh, we, we've hit sort of all the points I wanted to, and a few more. So, whatever you guys do to wrap it up, now is uh, probably a good time. <laughs> uh, my wrap up is that everyone should play D anD. Or at least, like, listen to our D&D podcast, Into the Gridge, mm-hmm. because it's very good. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's just, like, a very fun way to kind of just, like, escape the world and do weird fantasy shit with your friends. Yeah. And it feels more real than a video game, because you say things yourself, so. Mm-hmm. Would recommend, and if you want to talk to other people about it, like I said, we have the channel in our Discord, and I know, like, literally, we have so many people that listen to this that also play because that I feel like queer, the queer demographic and the D and D demographic overlap pretty heavily. I, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, just tell, just tell me when to show up. Okay, I will. All right, we Kayla, we'll, need to we'll text about this. We'll figure one out. We have to. Sarah has. I, what, to. I think. I think we get two more people, so it's a party of four. Okay. And then we uh we'll do it. Let's just make a second gridge. <laughs> That's Jeez. also Sarah. <laughs> gridge plus Sarah. Uh, what if I make Dean play? Ooh, there you go. That could we'll talk spicy. offline. We'll, uh, yes. we'll have a meeting <laughs> we'll about chit-chat. this. Um Okay, wonderful. Uh what is our yeah. poll for this week? Um what is our poll for this week? Well, what I can tell you is my cat is currently making biscuits, so. Good. Um, I feel like, do you play d and very lame. Yeah. Um, well, also worth noting, two of, like, the biggest D&D podcasts that are out right now that aren't, aren't ours have canon asexual characters, which is very cool. So. Are you going to yeah. plug them, or are you just going to let people figure it out? Wait, does Critical Role have an ace character? Yeah, recently. Is that Fuck what yeah. Critical Role is? Critical Role yeah. is, like, the biggest D&D podcast. Critical Role I, is the D&D podcast. Yeah. I, so there's someone the I follow zone, on Tumblr. Which also has one, but... There's someone I follow yes. on Tumblr who's Stan who's Fitzworth. been into Critical Role for a very long time, and I've always just been vaguely confused. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's good. I'm almost positive it was Critical Role that recently one of the characters like came out. Or they said. I bet you I could guess which one it is. Too. I have don't I haven't listened to the current thing, so I don't know. Me, um, I'm, I'm like a year behind. 
I love Critical Role. It's done very well, but the episodes are four hours long. It's so Ooh, much to get it's through. It's long. Um, okay, the poll is... Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. I thought you I'm were going to start roll, doing... Uh, roll the dice. Sarah, give me give me a character, and I'll just do a voice for it while Kayla figures no, out the No, no, I'm not going to be able to focus. Bob Cratchit well, the mute. third. You're fucking... Oh, hi, Gaff. It's me. Bob Cratchit the third. Oh, no. I, uh, this is so posh. Well, I uh, worked my way up. You know, the family's been uh, working for a few uh, generations now. Bob Cratchit, the, uh, the first and second, didn't have such uh, posh upbringings. So, oh, Bob Cratchit the third is Australian. He's uh, <laughs> he moved. <laughs> they his his mom's Australian. His dad's still British. Okay, so it's it's a bit okay, of a okay. mixed sort of accent. mixed bag. Okay, mm-hmm. what about um, uh, Kitty McDonkers? Hey guys, <laughs> it's me, Kitty McDonkers, beauty guru. Recently, Perry has started doing a Valley Girl accent on the Gridge, uh, and um, but they can't, and it always turns Jersey. <laughs> it's and so it's bad. Very good. It's so bad. I um, live in the okay. Valley, so you know Here's, what? Maybe oh my Achilles. God, you guys! Oh my God! Oh my here's, God! Oh my God! Here's here's a poll: Is your character in Dungeons and Dragons queer? If Yes. How? All right. <laughs> okay. Everyone's like, I hate Excellent. it, but I don't want to figure out a it's better just, one. That's so. a lot. I, we'll, like, we'll, we'll I guess you got to get that audience engagement, huh? With the follow-up yeah, question. We do. We really do. Right. Um, since Kayla won't do it right now because she's typing, um, Perry, what is your beef and your mm-hmm. juice this week? Uh, my juice, I think, is uh, role-playing games. Uh, I will widen. I will expand it beyond D and D. I think they're just fun, and it's just a really, really good time and a way to get together with friends. So that's my juice. Is any role playing nice. games? Um, beef. I just. I have so much beef. It's. it's <laughs> I have more beef than a meat market. It's kind of wild. Mm. Yeah. I guess. Um. One in particular is I think my roommates are playing something on the TV right now, but I like can barely hear it through the walls and then through my headphones. Can't believe they're so playing. I'm not sure watching TV without me. No, it's it's more that like I keep trying to focus on hearing it, but I'm never going to be able to hear it enough to figure out what the hell it is Tragic. until I just go out there and look at it. So it's yeah. distracting. Excellent. My juice and my beef. I haven't prepared juice and beef in a, a couple episodes now. Um, my my beef is that I ate too much frosting straight out of the can. As we know, she um, did. She was real um, sad when we started. Yeah, um, it was it was looking rough. My my juice is that I successfully carried my way into getting um a. a christmas gift actually sent to me nice. my my sister and her girlfriend bought me this present and then they uh the address got messed up uh mm. for delivery and so usps sent it back and the company was basically just like we're eating your money we're not gonna resend it this is ours now and my sister's girlfriend was like mm-hmm. excuse me Hell uh no. 
and was trying to talk to them about it and they were like no and then i sent an angry karen email i really channeled all the all the karen i could get uh and they're resending it to me (laughs) so yeah i i had a hassle like that i got a lightsaber recently and it was a journey to get it here sometimes you have to be a karen it was worth it, though. I was Holy a pol- shit, I was a polite Karen. I said thanks, but I followed it by a period. Mm. <laughs> that's <laughs> savage. That's stone cold. That's that's juice number two. Is if you are in a situation where you are able to get yourself like a fancy lightsaber, <laughs> fucking do it. Holy Harry shit, showed it to us before it's the pod. Very it's cool. fancy. It's I cool. now have both a sword and a lightsaber, and I am unstoppable. What else would you? I have a sword. Need? I'm. A, I guess I have to get a lightsaber so we can battle. Yes. Yes. Okay. I okay. agree. I'll work on it. Good. Kayla, what's your beef and your juice? Um, my beef is that today I had to do long division by hand in a job application, and um, I haven't done that since fourth grade because I'm a normal person. So that didn't go well, and I don't think I'll be receiving that job, but I also don't want it anymore because who would make me do that? Um, My other beef is that there's all these games I want to buy for my Switch, but I don't have any money, so I shouldn't, (laughs) but I want to, but I shouldn't, but I want to. Um, Such is life. That's, you know. And my juice is that I'm going to be home for Christmas, which means I get to see snow and have a white Christmas, which is exciting. If we have a white Christmas. Well, it'll be white. Whiter. And you'll get to see me. And I'll get to see Sarah. From a distance. With masks on. Yes. Excellente. Uh, Perry, do you have anything you would like to promote uh, yourself? I'm going to promote me. If you need to hire a biomedical engineer, hire <laughs> me. I need a fucking job. Please. See, I've tried that on the podcast, Perry, and it's never worked. But well, you're not a biomedical engineer, so, so you, maybe someone needs one. You know, That's true. Um, you can also find Perry on Into the Gridge. And also Perry streams, yep. and you should watch I do. That's Perry That's streams. the one I was going to originally do is my streaming, but then I was like, mm, I should plug the job. Well, you can do them oh. all. You could promote right. more than uh, one thing, Harold. Wow. I, I stream on Twitch. I'm playing Cyberpunk 2077 right now, which is fun. Um, swam, swim, swum, all one word, is my, my handle, my at, my gamer tag. My so, handle. Come by and vibe. It's pretty chill. Um, I love to talk with people if they're in chat. So We love to vibe in chat. Sometimes I'm in chat. Because I um, have no life, so you can come vibe with me. That's so true. Kayla has no life. Wonderful. All right. Well, if you want to find our awful poll, tell us about your beef, your juice, tell us how much you love Piano Fiano, uh, hit us up on social media, at SoundsFakePod. We also have a Patreon, which is patronized, but in the nice way, by none other than our own Perry. If you want to be as cool as Perry, it's a me. Perry. Well, you can't be as cool as me, so. <laughs> That's true. If you, you want almost, closer, if you want to be almost as cool as Perry, uh, you, you can go. become a patron. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Nisritha Vinicota, Austin Lay, Perry Fear Out. You really got in there early. 
you're number four. <laughs> yep. Um, it has been like a number of years. You've given I've us a lot of money. Patron. Thanks. <laughs> um, D. Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Book Marvel, Changing MX, Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, Jessica Shea, Rhea Faustino, Daniel Walker, Livy, Madeline Askew, Lily, James, Corinne, Allison in Space, Guy Simpson, Brooke Siegel, Ashley W., Savannah Cozart, Harry Haston, Dugan, Soup, Amanda Kiker, Vishak, Jacob Weber, Rory, Emberly, Isar, Rachel, Kate Costello, John, Ariel Laxo, Ellie, Tessa, Matias, T. Courtney, Pritchard, Chris Laurentano, Dia Chappelle, Sam, and Megan Jeffrey. We've got, I don't know how recently you've listened to Carrie, but we start have. The fire. It was always. I should make it a song. I literally told you a couple episodes to make it a rap, and you yelled at me and said no. Well, I'll make it a song, not a rap. Um. Our ten dollar patrons are Arkness, who'd like to promote Trevor Project, Benjamin Barrow, who'd like to promote tabletop games such as D and D. Uh, anonymous who'd like to promote halloween sarah mccoy would like to promote podcasts from planet weird my genie would like to promote christopher's haven cassandra would like to promote their modeling instagram at little red doug rice who'd like to promote native by caitlin curtis maggie capalba who'd like to promote her dogs leia minnie and max h valdez maggie's not promoting h valdez h valdez is a patron to clarify although you know what maybe maggie i don't i can't, I can't speak for maggie purple chickadee usually with with that wordpress.com <laughs> Barefoot Backpacker, has he told us anything new, Kayla? Ashlyn Bodecker, Ashlyn Bo Everywhere, the Steve who'd like to promote a cozy, Ari K, who'd like to shout out the leftist YouTuber Thought Slime segment, The Eyeball Zone. Maddie, who'd like to promote the Union series by T.H. Fernandez, Derek and Carissa, who'd like to promote the overthrow of heteronormativity in support of Melody the Hamster, and Andrew Hillam. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, Nathaniel J. White, I'm trying to say too fast. Nathaniel J. White, I'm Julie, who'd like to promote Free Malcolm, Sarah, Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Lolly Everywhere, Andy A., who'd like to promote being in unions in the IWW, Martin Giselle, who'd like to promote mental health, Miranda Denton, who'd like to promote Cassie Q. Layla, who'd like to promote their Instagram, at Layla of Paper Strawberry, who'd like to promote the planet Earth and Dragonfly, who would like to promote Perry. Um, you really, what what speaks to just how little foresight goes into this is that you really could just have pre-recorded most of this. It changes so often that it's not worth it. I would like mm. to note that while Sarah was doing all that, I was holding my cat and she got pissed and scratched me in the face. <laughs> and me and Perry had a nice little laugh together while I was, Sarah I, I was innocently wrote, read her names. <laughs> I was I was like frantically and chaotically reading the names and I just I'm heard sure you you'll hear it as like, you edit. <laughs> I'm sure you'll hear it as you edit. I I had to, I pushed my mic away so I could like have <laughs> She a got me right in the face with her dumb little hands. <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyway, uh thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more rest in your ears and of course thank you for joining us, Perry. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Perold, for joining as ever. You're welcome. And tune in next Sunday for more Rest in Your Ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.